Welcome to the Daily Dose of the Dow Podcast, teaching you about the stock market and investing in just 10 minutes a day. And now, here's your host and stock trader, Chris Rocco. What's up, everyone? Happy almost Friday. It is Thursday, December 3rd, and we are getting closer and closer to some IPO fun. It's looking like we could be trading Airbnb next week. The uh, trading date, the date will be available to trade. It looks like it's going to be the 10th because the IPO date is the 9th. So just a week from today, we could be trading some Airbnb. But uh, anyways, welcome to episode three. I hope you guys enjoyed episode two about the electric vehicle sector. So as I hinted, today we're going to be talking about the IPO boom that this year has brought upon us, as well as some near-term IPOs coming up. So as the title says, we're talking about the IPO, and we've had an IPO bonanza this year. It's been crazy for IPOs. And even amid a crazy year, a pandemic, the IPO industry has recovered nicely from some past IPOs flops like Uber and Lyft, and the industry as a whole just seems to have a better grasp of SPACs and direct listings and various funding routes. Um, Companies have more options from their founding for how they might grow and exit one day, and public investors this year seem to have a deeper appreciation for the current revenue numbers and future growth opportunities for tech companies. And I got to say, the tech companies, they have been on fire this year. Tech has been where it's at. Obviously, with the pandemic, we all were relying on tech. We're relying on Amazon, Zoom, stuff like that, and uh, the social media companies, they're they're on fire this year, but we also had a lot of tech IPOs, and they've been inc- incredible this year. Snowflake was priced at 120 per share September 16th. It's now trading around 290, although it looks like it may be down a little bit, um, might be down a little bit today after their earnings call last night. And by the way, the earnings were not bad by any means. It showed They showed 119% revenue growth, but they just didn't have there was nothing left in the tank after doubled, doubling and then some since their IPO just a few months ago. Um, in addition to Snowflake, Unity also went public in September. Uh, it was initially set between 34 and 42 per share, the IPO range, and Unity raised it to 44, between 44 and 48 per share. Then it went public at 52 a share. And today it's worth 140 bucks a share. That's almost three times in, in, in a few months. Three times in three months. So you're, you're doubling your money every month since, I mean, that's the pace it's on, which is incredible. Um, and then we got Palantir. Palantir went public in October, I believe, or late September. And Palantir has never turned a profit. But their revenue exceeds $1 billion in 2020. Uh, Palantir opened trading around $10 a share, and now it's trading around 30 although they did get a couple downgrades, uh, notably from Morgan Stanley, because they just think it's run too far too fast, and, and I agree, it has. Um, and we, we do have more IPO mania coming up. Airbnb is, um, as I mentioned, will be pricing its IPO on December 9th, and likely uh, trading on the 10th, so... Pretty much a week from today, we could be trading uh, Airbnb. Um, Airbnb has said they plan to raise $2.5 billion with an IPO offering, IPO, um, that will price shares in the range of $44 to $50. Bucks. 
the company plans to offer 51.9 million shares and could receive a market valuation on a fully diluted basis of up to 35 billion. So that's something to look forward to next week. And uh, as a note, I mean, Airbnb has been hit pretty hard this year, obviously from the pandemic, yet uh, less people traveling, a lot less people traveling. So there's a stat for you. During the nine months ended uh, September 30th, the gross bookings value at Airbnb plunged almost 40%, 39% to $18 billion, and revenue fell 32% to $2.5 billion with a net loss of just around $700 million. So that's, that's a pretty steep drop for a, for a uh, company like Airbnb. But it's, it's expected. I mean, we're going through a global pandemic. What do you expect? Um, so they had a similar, similar, uh, go around like the airlines and cruise lines and all the travel companies. But I really, I have a bull case for, uh, Airbnb. You know, I, I think it's actually a good opportunity to buy right around when it goes public. Although maybe I will wait a day or two before, um, jumping in or wait for a little micro pullback because I, I do expect it to run up the, the first day it trades next Friday, uh, as it looks like it's going to trade on the, the 10th. But um, we're going to get back to normal with vaccines and stuff. That's going to be a huge benefit for Airbnb. They're going to have people traveling almost back to normal. I, I presume within a year from now, we'll be almost back to normal traveling. And as of September 30th of 2020, the company reported 7.5 million available listings. 5.6 million are considered active listings. And this scale is more of an advantage than you might realize. Airbnb's marketplace has strong network effects in that the more people use it, the more powerful and useful its platform becomes. So that's a real interesting tidbit. And in addition to that, Airbnb estimates the size of its total addressable market is a staggering 3.4 trillion. 3.4 trillion bucks. That's their total addressable market. So... It includes 1.8 trillion from short-term stays, 1.4 trillion from travel experiences, and 210 billion from long-term stays, and then another 1.4 trillion for uh, travel experiences, as as I said. So there's plenty of room for multiple operators, and I do think Airbnb is the best of the couple of IPOs that are um, about to go public. Um, we also have DoorDash going public soon, although we don't have a set date yet. DoorDash uh, disclosed in its latest filing with the SEC on Monday that it was looking to price its IPO between 75 and 85 a share, and it plans to have about 317.7 million shares outstanding. So um, at the high end of that range, DoorDash would probably be valued about 27 billion, almost 30 billion. And that's up from a previous valuation of $16 billion that the company raised in the private markets in the past. So that's another one we keep an eye out for. I think DoorDash will be also a great IPO, a great, uh, uh, great buying opportunity. But you just got to watch it because um, DoorDash, similar to Lyft and Uber, they flop. So, I mean, I definitely think Airbnb is the better of the two. But then we also have uh, Roblox coming up. They also have no set date, but I, I'm anticipating it to go public before the end of the year. And they're at about a $4 billion valuation. So um, there's a lot of options coming up with the, with, uh, the IPOs. 
uh, a lot of opportunities. And if the IPO market continues the way it's con- the way it's gone this year, you're going to be looking at a, a crazy finish to 2020. And I anticipate a really, really uh, big year for the IPOs in uh, 2021 because we got a lot of IPOs coming up, even after DoorDash and Airbnb and Roblox. Um, so if you don't want to if you don't want to go into DoorDash or Airbnb, maybe look for an IPO ETF or an index tracker or an index tracker. Um, so you get exposure to all the IPOs. Uh, Renaissance IPO ETF is a good um, ETF to look at. Uh, the ticker symbol is IPO, and it's up over 100% in 52 weeks. So as I said, we've had a real IPO bonanza, but... Um, if you want more exposure to all the IPOs and, and maybe in 2021, instead of going into one particular stock or one particular company, maybe go into the Renaissance IPO so you get exposure to all of them. I think that's a um, more conservative approach, but um, it's a good approach nonetheless. So thanks for tuning in, guys. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the day. And uh, remember to follow our Instagram account at Daily Dose of the Dow. And you can now find us on all the major platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Patreon. Peace.